Welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, base campers. I hope you're all doing well. Well, today's show is episode 200 and a bit of a landmark episode for me. When I was originally chosen to host a show for men way back in early 2019, I had no idea that I would still be doing this well into our fifth season. And it goes to show you how mysterious the divine is and how mysterious our own hero's journeys are if we surrender to higher, more powerful currents than our own. As I was fumbling my way through season one, I heard a small, clear voice, one that I have come to recognize as my higher self or the divine within me or God whispering to me. And it simply said, do 200 high quality episodes. That is your task. And I accepted. And when I shared this story with my teenage son, Lucas, he asked me, what are you going to do after episode 200? I simply said, do episode 201, of course. I love doing this. And I have found this to be a medium of creativity that really suits my particular creative strengths. And it aligns with my mission to help or assist humanity. As I was reflecting back on the first five seasons, a few things jumped out at me. First, Base Camp for Men started out as strictly a personal development show for men. This was tapping into my own experience as an author of a humble little book for men and the fact that I had long led small men's groups throughout my time as a man. Conversations with men and leading men was something that came natural to me. But as we moved through season one and beyond, my love of myth, mysticism, and transcendence began to be expressed in more and more episodes. I started to recognize God's hand in my choice of guests and topics. I began to deeply understand that I was simply a vehicle and it was the work of God that was asking to write the episodes and speak with the people. So when the so-called pandemic hit, my alarm bells were going off right away. I immediately recognized, as many of you did, the lies and deception that was being spun and blared out by the globalist mouthpieces. People were turning on each other for what to me looked like flimsy reasons. And I spoke out against the globalists and found myself permanently banned by Twitter for doing so. I had become, in my own small way and quite unintentionally, part of the truther movement. This alienated me from former friend circles who wondered why I would not join in masking and jabbing myself. They apparently wondered why I wouldn't obey and comply to mask and jab mandates. And I wondered aloud on the show if any of them had an ounce of American rebel spirit left in them. I became part of the resistance to borrow a small piece of mythology from the Star Wars canon. And I've covered some esoteric topics along the way. I couldn't resist. My natural curiosity, which has been a constant guide and familiar, would continually point out endless patterns that all seem to interconnect into some higher, beautiful, cosmic, divine purpose. God would continue to guide me. We did episodes on the Great Awakening, on mythical imagination, highlighting the Holy Grail and the fallen goddess myths. We danced around the topic of extraterrestrial, a topic I cover in a more full-hearted way coming up at the end of this very season. And I did a massively controversial episode on the Q drops where I highlighted what the Q drops were trying to tell us and what the dates would be. My mistake. Turns out I had the timeline wrong. Oops. People thought I would pull episode 72 out of embarrassment, but I didn't. I continue to stand by it. I knew it was a big risk to include any dates, but I did it anyways. I remember taking a deep breath before publishing and thinking to myself, the timeline might be off. How sure am I that devolution is at play? Why did I publish? Well, it certainly wasn't to mislead people. 
but because there's so much truth and good information in that episode, regardless of the dates and timelines. I worked hard on that episode. I didn't want to redo any of it. Anyways, the show isn't always about getting everything right. Hopefully, people have forgiven me for putting dates on events. And I had friends call me out from time to time saying things like, but you really thought this shit was going down. I did, and I still do. Does that mean we can't be friends? I know many of you out there have thrown the towel in on devolution, but I think that's a mistake. When you read all of John Harold's work on devolution, you can see all the major pieces are very much in place. When will we know one way or the other? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Everything seems to be accelerating towards the 2024 election. We're going to know a lot more by then, but I, for one, won't be date-fagging my way there. You see, for me, the Q-drops have been a very informative and successful psyop, activating humanity and citizen journalists the world over. Q is not and has never been a singular figure, despite the misinformation put forth by mainstream media saying that it's this person or that person. It's absurd. And when I do these types of edgy episodes, I've taken for what has become for me a standard saying, nothing I'm about to tell you is true. Everything I'm about to tell you is true. It's my way of telling you that we're in complex terrain and to look down the rabbit hole yourself and trust your own instincts along the way. If you stay true to yourself and your own inner knowing, then what I am proposing won't upset or trigger you. I'm just pointing to something I want you to take a look at. Are you following me? I'll tell you, it's humbling to present this stuff. You want your friends and listeners to have a clear sense of what is happening, a better feel for what is at stake right now. The mistake I see some people make, they're afraid of getting out on the skinny branches with this stuff and how they see the world. They too quickly complied and obeyed authority figures with, ahem, questionable motives, and they seem resistant to taking their own hero's journey. Many humans are still too passive in this conflict. We need brave souls to continue to lead, but we also need good humans to step up and stop condemning the warrior class, as I like to call us. Believe it or not, we're all fighting the good fight on the same side. Trust me on this. So today I thought I would include an old tidbit from season two and a song that seems appropriate to where we're at right now. I wanted to make sure that episode 200 had a little more meat on the bone for you. And I deeply respect you. I respect where you're at on your hero's journey and where we're all going together. Hopefully my love of humanity and our collective hero's journey has come through in each and every episode, or at least in most of them, even if I was leaning towards one group or another. And forgive me if sometimes I'm pointed. I'm like this in real life too, as my friends know. Some of it comes from the times we find ourselves in. There's a sense of urgency in the the air, isn't there? A quickening, a sense that if we don't fully awaken now, then when? The truth and horror of what has happened to us, to all of us, has come to life. And this seems to be part of the agreement we all made, doesn't it? The globalists will no doubt be throwing the kitchen sink at us before the election of 2024. They have to at this point, don't they? You can expect more attacks on us like the Lahaina incidents. You can expect more unnatural disasters made to look like natural disasters that's engineered by them and then pinned on us and the climate in the mainstream media. Yawn. It's never them. Do you notice that? We're the ones bringing this. Humans are the evil ones, not the sociopaths and psychopaths who are putting all these things in motion. Our collective hero's journey will continue to be front and center here on Basecamp. Humanity has a lot going for us right now, even though the mainstream media and the conditions of so many of our cities would tell us otherwise. If anything, the widespread madness, addiction, homelessness, and mental illness, including but not exclusively things like gender dysphoria, point to our collective trauma and how effective our enemy has been against us. But without the constant bombardment of lies and deception that we're exposed to in the media, humanity might have a fighting chance. We might have a whole different view, dare I say optimistic view of our future. Think about that. Hmm. 
So make sure you're getting the right inputs, base campers. We the people have lots of allies, and it's important to keep simple pleasures and restorative acts like friends, family, nature, laughter, prayer, gratitude, health, love. Keep these as your tools that you use in this conflict. Don't speak ill of others as best you can. Thanks for giving the show your attention. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you and your stand for humanity. I know many of you out there are complete badasses yourselves, and good on you. Let's keep watching out for one another. Here's a tip bit from season two called the five minute mystic followed by a lauren hill song that celebrates our strength and unity thank you base campers Hello, listeners. I hope you are all well. I have not done a short format fire starters for men yet this season, so I thought it was about time. That and I just came back from a week in the Grand Tetons camping, and I needed to get something out to you as soon as I could, so it kind of serves two purposes. I absolutely loved, loved, loved last week's discussion with Paul Dunyon. If you haven't listened to that, please go and do that. Paul provides wisdom in so many of the conversations that you have with him. I just love talking with him. If you listened last week and loved it, uh, I interviewed him in season one in episode 29 called Into the Mystic, and I think that's a really good episode as well. There's so many things right now to talk about, but I'm wary of hitting you over the head with opinions. Right now, there's so many opinions flying around. And I don't particularly want to add to them, or at least I would like to tread lightly where I can. It seems like what we need right now is heart and wisdom and compassion and patience. Collectively, we're at the point in the hero's journey where the audience is on the edge of their seats and going, oh, shit, this doesn't look good. Every hero's tale has this part of the story. Can you see this? And to complicate matters, and this may land in left field for some of you, our collective hero's journey has you at the center. Yes, little old you. Our story is not all told, and the hero, it seems, is back on the move. Now, for the conspiracy theorists, the question of, has there been a conspiracy to constrain and restrict consciousness, something adversarial, either external or internal, that has opposed or attempted to deny our spiritual development? Of course there has. Every sign, both logical and intuitive, points to this. However, it doesn't stop there. Beyond the playing field of duality, beyond good and evil, light and dark, right and wrong, there is a unity of consciousness, something innate and divine, shimmering just underneath all polarity. If the mystics are right, and when have they not been, we are playing out a grand cosmic game, ultimately arriving at the same spiritual realization as those that came before us, regardless of your religious or spiritual or philosophical preferences. Here's a quote by the great mystic and philosopher Ken Wilber. He says, quote, The ultimate metaphysical secret is that there are no boundaries in the universe. Boundaries are illusions, products not of reality, but of the way we map and edit reality, unquote. Now, if the quantum physicists are right, and when have they not been, then the material world is an illusion, a mental construct, a matrix, if you will. Quantum physics says that consciousness is the ground substance that we swim in with no separation. There is no edge to consciousness, no place where you stop and anything or anyone else starts. We are, at our most fundamental core, one consciousness plugged right into the divine. Here is Albert Einstein talking about this very thing. He says, quote, quantum physicists have discovered that everything is connected as one thing that is merely appearing to be many things. It's all one. And then he goes on to say, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one, unquote. Or 
to express this as a mystic, there's just one of us here. Once you know this, and we will all come to know this, everything changes. We are all, right now, arriving at this great mystic truth at a new vantage point on the mountaintop and a new chapter in our story. Here is a quote from the modern-day philosopher Charles Eisenstein, whose excellent book, The More Beautiful World Our Hearts Know is Possible, sits on my desk as one of my essential books. He says, quote, Enlightenment is a group effort. There are few maps, and we have not yet learned to see the trail. We are following an invisible path, learning from each other how to follow it. As we do that and we learn to see its subtle markings, the path becomes visible. Absent a map and in the very early stages of a new story, we can only follow our intuition at each choice point, guided by our heart compass, not knowing how our turnings will add up to the destination. Frequently, our habits of separation lead us to stray into the old, worn paths we can see. We have to develop new vision to see the faint traces of ancient footsteps that lead us out of the maze, unquote. If we let the heart be our guide, the heart knows the way. We can still use logic, but there will be a bridge that is approaching that cannot and will not be crossed with logic. This is part of every hero's journey, isn't it? A test in faith, faith in God or the divine, faith in our path and all that is good, faith in one another, faith in ourselves and our own inner knowing. Just as we watch the heroes that came before us and modeled it for us, we will take a deep breath, summon our courage, trust our heart and our fellow travelers, and step forward. And remember, we have powerful allies pulling for us and assisting us in this transition. Whatever happens to be coming our way, we got this. Every chain, the conquering lion shall break every chain. Give him the victory again and again. Yeah.
chains, every one of your chains, the conquering lion. find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors, and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac, and you're listening to Base Camp for Men.